Protect yourself from identity theft and take complete control of your debit card with Secure Lock Equip from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Visit FABNT.com for details. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. It is March 2nd. You don't get days like this much on March 2nd. Trey Biddy, don't you think they ought to be doing something today? Whether it's baseball, but football yeah. practice, something. It's, it's absolutely stunningly gorgeous. It is gorgeous, but it's a good day to have Caden Salter and four-star quarterback out of the state of Texas, right? That's something. Yeah. Ooh, that's yeah. something. Yeah, because he's probably thinking, wow, this is a good place. No cold weather. It's wonderful, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, you know, you can say what you want, but, I mean, if you go visit a place and it's rainy and cold, you kind of always think it's rainy and cold, don't you? So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, good to get him in. He was at Ole Miss over uh, Sunday and uh, is going to be in Fayetteville today. And then you got a lot of visitors coming up for their second junior day on March 7th. But uh, it was a pretty busy weekend. It just wasn't good unless you like track, yeah, I guess. Right. <laughs> and you yeah. know what? It's sad we haven't mentioned that because um, John McDonald – set a precedent that will never be equaled. Nobody's ever going to come close to it. So Chris Bucknam has actually led his team to one national championship, but that seems like nothing compared to what John did. But they've won a lot of conference championships, but not in the last couple of years. That was an unexpected SEC championship for them. And yeah. for the women, not unexpected because they've been really good, except they, they lost some key elements from last year. So we should say congratulations to both those teams because they did very well this weekend. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we could talk about track, though, with the same enthusiasm I mean, as uh, as baseball and, and basketball? It's just uh, it's an unfortunate game in Georgia, but uh, I can't imagine that we would expect Arkansas to pull out many games with Mason Jones missing the last minute and a half or so and playing four on five. I mean, really, when they went down and hit that three-pointer. Yeah. What was it, a three-point game before that? Yes. And then they hit yes. that three-pointer playing four on five, and that was pretty yeah. much it. It was over yeah. at that point. They'd, Arkansas had cut the gap to one three times, and they were trying to score on that possession and didn't, and Georgia rebounded and went down and hit the three, so it went from a three-point lead to six. And uh, give Georgia credit, they're not a great three-point shooting team, and Arkansas is usually a very good three-point defensive team, yeah. but Georgia hit some big threes in that game. They Arkansas's defense. Yes. I'm surprised oh, yeah. that Georgia is, is, I mean, as bad as they are, really. I mean, record-wise, they, they've, got, yeah. they've got a few players on that team, but uh, – that was, you know, well, Jerry Palm at CBS Sports had Arkansas as the team with the most to lose heading yeah. into the weekend. And, wow. Yeah, they certainly, uh, they certainly <laughs> lost a lot. But it's not over for them. I mean, no. they're still LSU, which is a huge resume game. Better win that one. If you can beat LSU and uh, on the road at Texas A&M, with Texas A&M's lost a couple in a row. They've won three in a row, and I think they lost uh, – Alabama last time and then lost to Kentucky. They play at Auburn Wednesday. So right. that's going to be a little a, a, a rough stretch for them heading into the Arkansas game. But if they can win those two and get a couple in the SEC tournament, then I think yeah. you have to feel decent to good maybe that they have a shot to get in. Uh, if they just win one in the SEC tournament, I don't know if that would be quite enough. I think maybe you go down to about 25% if they, just, if they win – these next two and then win one in the sec tournament but um 
If they win the next two and then lose the first game of the NCAA, or excuse me, the SEC tournament, I keep saying NCAA, if they lose the first game of the SEC tournament, that's never a good look yeah. going in. No, so. no and, and a lot depends on what other teams win tournaments and yes. do the favorites win or does somebody else win and, and all of that kind of stuff. You're exactly right. But as long as you've got a chance, you continue to play. And I know uh, you can say that I am Pollyannish if you'd like to, but as I watched that game Saturday, and I shared this early in the program, Arkansas didn't win, but they've got some players that are just really wonderful to watch play. Uh, can, can we not appreciate Mason Jones, whether they win or lose? And can we not appreciate Isaiah Joe? And how about Desi Seals the last four or five games? Can we not appreciate a guy that shoots left-handed from three-point range or from NBA range and just absolutely knocks down the bottom of the net? It's, uh, it, it's, it, it's hard when you're down 14 to nothing. But those guys are a joy to watch play, don't you think? Yes, but you know winning trumps all, Rick. <laughs> it's hard to I appreciate know. it without you the Ws. You play to win the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is good. I mean, to Desi's credit, like you mentioned, that's probably his best three games stretch yeah, ever right. at Arkansas. Yes. Uh, in a short career, but probably his best three-game stretch. Mason Jones didn't play that well in the first half, didn't score at least in the first half, and then they just could not stop him going to the basket and then unfortunately uh, came up a little uh, gimpy and wasn't cramps. able to go back in. Cramps. Yeah. You, could, you could tell when he was down oh, yeah. and they were lurking on his legs and what is it, you could tell it was yeah. cramps. And, well, yeah. how come he had had cramps sooner? My gosh, the guy plays every minute and plays like it's the last minute of his life. Yeah. It really is. If you think about it, I mean, he's bringing the ball down the floor. He's banging down low. He gets fouled. I mean, is anybody getting fouled more than Mason Jones in this conference? No. No. And Well, they're not anywhere. He has made more free throws and taken more free throws than any player in the United States. Yeah. Any player in the United States. He is 207 of 250. He's made 207 <laughs> free throws. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah. yeah, the school record's 212. He's going to pass that for sure. Sidney Moncrief oh, yeah. all the way back in 79. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. That is, that is, is a crazy stat. But, again, still still things they can do to get into that's the tournament. Right. It's, a, it's a disappointing loss, but it's not over. Now, now they dropped this one Saturday. It's it's going to be tough. I mean, if they split oh, yeah. these next two, either. you're talking about if they lose either you one. Gotta, that's right. Right. Well, I mean, what, yeah. if they lose either one, they're probably going to fall outside that ten seed. Correct. And then you're talking about probably needing to yes. win four games, get to the championship yes. game, to, to, right. to for us to be sitting on the edge of our seats that's on Selection right. Sunday. Um, and then, of course, if they lose both of these, then nothing will save them but winning five of five, five five and five days. I yeah. should say. And when you're playing with seven guys, it's tough to win four days in a row. Mm-hmm. You, you, you could win it four really games is. in a row, but four days in a row, that's pretty tough. They're better put together to make a run in the NCAAs than they are in yes. the SEC. That's yeah. right, because you get a day off between games. That's exactly right. So we'll see. And, Trey uh, Darius D. Uh, says the next four out. He says uh, Arkansas mm-hmm. is still on the next four out line wow. on the bracketology. On bracketology? Yeah, he okay, says, yeah. Darius says beat LSU, and yeah. Arkansas goes back to getting our hopes. Perhaps, perhaps. But, you know, right. here's another thing I was saying, Maybe. Trey, before, before, long early in the program, we were congratulating Daryl Walker and congratulating uh, the Trojans for winning their conference, and yet nobody saw that coming, but he had his whole team back from last year, plus some others. Now... I don't know if that's going to happen for Arkansas or not. You think about all these close games they've lost. 
But let's just say Jones and Joe do return. With what's coming in here, we may see a totally different situation next year where these losses, these close losses don't happen, but instead they're beating people. Right, and maybe some some routes here and there. I mean, they've had yes. a couple, but but not not that many. It seems like almost every game comes oh, down no. to the wire, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, except for, you know, the Tennessee game recently in recent memory. But, uh, yeah, I mean, if they get everybody back, they would lose Adrio, which lose Adrio Bailey. has been – you know, he's been the heart of this team a lot of times. He's been okay. I mean, he's, they lose Jimmy Witt. And, and he's lose had Jimmy Witt. But, but you're it. talking about, all right, you're bringing in another shooter in Moses Moody, another shooter and a big man uh, in, in Connor Vanover. J.D. Note can shoot also. He's a very good shooter. Uh, I don't know what to expect out of Bebe, and I've just kind of given up and decided to call him baby or whatever. Call <laughs> another man baby. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I keep I, I practice his name and then I totally forget when I'm supposed to say it. So I need a little bit more work on that. But I, I don't even know what to expect fully from him. And then you know you've got Moody and Jalen Williams and all those guys, Devontae yeah. Davis and all those right. guys coming in. So it's a, I mean that's a tough number six ranked recruiting class in the country coming in, and that doesn't count Van Over, Note, and Bebe. So yeah. yeah, and if you get those guys coming back, I mean we could be really really talking about you know a team that. You know, a team that has a chance to go deep in the in the NCAA tournament, and and also, yeah. you know, make some noise in the SEC tournament because they'd have depth finally. And I That's think that right. a lot of people see that. I think Razorback fans see what this team has that they're definitely short. They lack a lot of uh, size. They lack a, lack a deep yeah. bench, but you never feel like they're unprepared or they don't have the best game plan going in. I mean, obviously we're human. Everybody's going to make mistakes and. But for the most part, you always feel like they've got a good game plan. That's right. They just get beat on the boards. I can remember good Georgia, Georgia at least three three rebound dunks, at least three. There may have been yep. more than that. But, uh, you know, where they just go up and miss a shot and boom, dunk it right yep. back down. So, And even if a guy's in position, they, they, couldn't, they couldn't stop it. So it's tough. Okay, so the quarterback that's visiting today, he's been to Ole Miss. He's at Arkansas. What are Arkansas's odds? Well, it feels like he's the priority guy. For, for Arkansas, Auburn's also in the mix, Baylor, South Carolina. I mean, he's ranked the number 89 overall prospect in the country on 24-7 sports, the number 12 player in Texas, and the number one uh, quarterback prospect in the state of Texas. Now, on our composite, which takes in 24-7 sports ranking, which I just read, ESPN ranking and rivals rankings, he's currently number 244. We think that is going to go up. Uh, we think that's a ranking that's going to go up. He's ranked number 10 dual-threat quarterback in the country on the composite, but we think that's a ranking that's going to improve. Uh, not that, It's way too early to say Arkansas is in great shape. I mean, I think they're in good shape, but from what most of the experts are saying, those teams that I just read off, Arkansas, Auburn, Baylor, Ole Miss, and South Carolina would be considered the teams to beat. There's also Georgia Tech, Michigan State, Tennessee, Syracuse, Utah, just a few others of the uh, of the Power Five schools that have offered him right now. He's listed as a dual threat quarterback. He's probably more of a passer. Um, you know, he's not. He's not. He's. This is what's interesting in track. He's a jumper. So he's very athletic, but he's a high jumper, yeah. long jumper, triple jumper. He's not a – he doesn't do the 100. 
you know, or the uh, and he, oh, he does 300 meter hurdles also. Oh wow! So that's wow. what that's the kind Goodness. of uh, yeah. He's a he's a leaper, but he's very athletic, but maybe not a true burner. I see. T- t- what are what are what's his size in the 40, Trey? I'm not sure what is 40. I don't know if we have him clocked yet on a 40. We got him at 6'1", 185. Oh, we do. He's a 485, 485, 40. 485. And that's yeah. right. That's a laser time. Not as fast as the one that's already coming in, though. No, right? not yeah. not as fast as Malik, as Malik Hornsby. Okay. Well, okay. We got a call for uh, Trey. So, Tony, welcome to the program. And what do you got for Trey today? Yes, I was going to ask him about a. Uh, will it take 19 or 20 wins to get us the NIT? The NIT? Yeah. If, if, I think if, just if we as win. long as they win, have a winning record, I think they'll be yeah. okay, don't you? Yeah, win, win, beat LSU, and I think they're in the NIT, sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm hoping we go dancing, but, you yeah. know, it's, uh, you never know. But it could happen. That's right. And, again, for a yeah. team, if, if everybody comes back, you can, you can gain experience in the NIT that's very valuable the next year. I think we could go deep in that. Could. Uh, uh, now this NIT's quarter- fun and all, but I, it does, it's not even close. The tournament's so much more fun when Arkansas's in it, when you're oh, filling no out doubt. your bracket. That, that it's is just, true. That's it's true. just different. Yeah. That's true. But it's the basketball version. It's as good as the belt bowl is in football. The NIT, when you, when you, think, when you think about how few teams, when it comes to total number of teams that have basketball, compared to the total number of teams that have football, go to the tournaments mm. as compared to the bowls, there are fewer teams percentage-wise that go to the basketball tournaments than go to bowl games. You know, as right as you are, Rick, that doesn't do anything for me. Uh, Trey? <laughs> hey, okay. hey, Trey? All right. Uh, Trey? Yes. I was going to ask you, how many, do you think they'll sign uh, two running backs for the 21 class? I think so. Yeah, I think that's got to be a priority. They signed one in the last class who really – to me, is a guy that could end up at running back, could end up at at uh, at linebacker even. Um, but Danny's got a nice article breaking down the running back prospects that they're on. A guy that was just recently offered uh, is Cameron Valdez uh, out of Rockdale, Texas, 5'10", 187. The thing that I like about – the thing that I always look for in a running back, you know, it's great to see the speed, obviously. Those are things that are easy to see. Speed. You know, things like stiff arm, agility, all that stuff. But I love to watch a running back and see what happens when he's not really making a move. When somebody hits him on the hip, what happens? You know, does he keep on going? And this kid does that a lot. And that's that's something that always jumps out to me. Uh, he's a four-star prospect, the number 46 overall ranked prospect in Texas on the composite. Wow. Uh, the top schools for him would be Oklahoma State, Texas Tech, Arizona State, Arkansas, and Georgia Tech right now. Uh, but he's he's a guy that definitely feels very priority. Uh, Javion Hunt is another one uh, to keep an eye out on. And Danny's got a, a pretty good breakdown of several running backs and, you know, a little bit of information about each of those guys uh, on the website. But uh, All right. I would say two in this class for sure. Okay. Well, thank you, guys, and God bless you. All right, Tony. Thanks a lot. Got another call for Trey, and this is Danny and Sherwood. Danny, thanks for calling. What do you got for Trey today? Hey, uh, what's going on, Rick? Hey. I, uh, enjoy it. And Trey, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just, uh, just a quick question, uh, and then I had something for Rick, if, if you don't sure. mind. Sure, um, you bet. Uh, Boyd, at running back, I'm, I'm behind. I'm way behind. I'm so busy 
he's coming back. Oh, he's coming back. You are way behind. <laughs> yeah, he announced that some time ago. That's a good thing. Yeah. That's a real good thing. Yeah, wow, wow. Okay. Um, <clears throat> what, uh, and then, of course, Frank's from, you know. Uh, Felipe Frank's from, from Florida. Florida. Yes. Florida, are you excited about him? I mean, is it something we should be excited about? Is it going to make the team better? And, and Rick, real quick, before I, I hang up, is Mason and Isaiah Joe going to stay, uh, you know, uh, for their senior or junior and senior season? And I'll I'm, I'll talk to you guys later. Thanks, man. All right, Danny. Thanks for calling. Felipe Franks. Excited is a strong word. Um, am I anxious to see what he's got? Yes, I'm anxious to see what he's got. You know, he's the guy that has done it in the SEC. He wasn't without criticism at Florida. I mean, he definitely wasn't without criticism. I do think that he's going to be an upgrade over what they have. And one of the comments I find so funny is people will say, hey, Arkansas had transfer quarterbacks last year. This one's not going to be any good either. Mm -hmm. You know, but everybody, I mean, transfer quarterbacks are are all over the place now. I mean, they, they have been, but they really are now. And as we've said before, the last three Heisman Trophy winners were transfer quarterbacks. The last three, the three, top vote getters this past year were um, grad transfer quarterbacks all of them so I do think that he's going to improve Arkansas's roster how much that remains to be seen if we can get excited about it that, that I think that remains to be seen he's got a big strong arm he's not a burner but he can run uh, in fact he has had a 70 yard touchdown run not a lot of quarterbacks can say they had that he had 350 uh, yards as a junior on the ground uh, he has a really big, and I mean really big arm, I mean a 10 out of 10 type of arm. Like if you look at his recruiting profile and they'll rank everything, his speed and size and his arm strength, his arm strength is a 10 out of 10. So um, we're we're going to see a big arm quarterback in Fayetteville at least for one year. He may have another one because he was injured last year. So under the new rules, he does qualify for a six-year of eligibility. I think it'll be interesting to see the progress of K.J. Jefferson and how those guys go at it. And I, I assume he's back all the way because he had a dislocated ankle, uh, Felipe Franks. And K.J.'s mm-hmm. coming back off a shoulder. Uh, but I believe both of them are supposed to be good to go for the spring. So it excited is a strong word, but two anxious. Two weeks from today, right? Two weeks from today, yep. isn't that right? March 16th. Yeah. Yep. And so that really be corner. Is it three yep. practices or four before spring? Three. Break? Three. We get three okay. practices on Tuesday, Thursday, no, excuse me, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They're and then they'll send Friday them off for spring break. Spring break? Really? Yeah, going to hold them back an exit. <laughs> going to hold wow. them back for that day, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know, I know. Cutting into the break a little bit because uh, you know they want to cut out early. Yeah, uh, right. So they'll go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then they will cut out for spring break and they'll come back and it'll be Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays all the way to April 25th for the red-white game. In for, all the, for all the access that you had, and Danny will answer your basketball question after Trey's off, but for all the access that you had kind of early with uh, the head coach, you, you even got some one-on-one time, then you get the yeah. assistant coaches and all that. Right now is kind of a period where there's not a lot being said. So I guess two weeks away from spring football, you don't know if you're going to get to watch it or not, do you? No, don't know what kind of access we might get. Uh, I could see it being very similar with the 20 minutes before, which, I mean, that's some good time, but 
you really, I really would I would hope that they would give us some more extended time, you know, at some point. You know, I, I would have traded, for example, get 20 minutes on Tuesday, get 20 minutes on Wednesday. That's usually how we do it. I would easily trade a Wednesday 20 minutes if we could just get like 30 or 40 minutes, you know, on a, on a Tuesday practice, just see some teamwork, you know, get in team and line up and do that stuff or see some scrimmage or some live work. We never got to watch live scrimmages unless it was a red-white game under Chad Morris. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I understand, I mean, that's just the kind of the way college football is going, but I do feel at Hog Sports, the yeah. more access that they give us, yep. the more we're able to separate our coverage from, from everybody else. I think you're dead on, Trey. Need it. Yeah. Okay, well, we hope you're dead on again tomorrow when we join you. Well, you know, we may not have a show tomorrow because we have baseball, so yeah. uh, we will talk to you probably Wednesday, Trey. Okay, bye, guys. All right, thanks a lot.